Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 260. We're looking at Acts chapter 13, verses 23 through 37. Let's read our passage. From this man's descendants, as he promised, God brought to Israel the Savior Jesus. Before his coming to public attention, John had previously proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. Now, as John was completing his mission, he said, Who do you think I am? I am not the one, but one is coming after me, and I am not worthy to untie the sandals of his feet. Brothers and sisters, children of Abraham's race, and those among you who fear God, it is to us that the word of this salvation has been sent. Since the residents of Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize him, or the sayings of the prophets that are read every Sabbath, they have fulfilled their words by condemning him. Though they found no grounds for the death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him killed. When they had carried out all that had been written about him, they took him down from the tree and put him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and he appeared for many days to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people. And we ourselves proclaim to you the good news of the promise that was made to our ancestors. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, by raising up Jesus, as it is written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have become your father. As to his raising him from the dead, never to return to decay, he has spoken in this way, I will give you the holy and sure promises of David. Therefore, he also says in another passage, You will not let your holy one see decay. For David, after serving God's purpose in his own generation, fell asleep and was buried with his fathers and decayed. But the one God raised up did not decay. That's a fairly long passage today, but it's uh, Paul proclaiming the gospel. Paul is in Antioch of Pisidia, and they, uh, he's there with Barnabas. They have crossed the Taurus Mountains, a long, arduous journey from the coast, and they've come to uh, the city of Antioch, Pisidia, there's a sizable Jewish community there, and they've gone to the synagogue for to be there on the Sabbath for worship. And the leaders of the, the synagogue invited Paul and Barnabas to speak a word of encouragement to the people. This is the opportunity to share the gospel. Last time we saw Paul begin, and he reviewed the history of Israel, how God had been at work through Israel, and eventually raised up David is the king. And that's where he continues today of making the linkage between David and Jesus. Verse 23, from this man's descendants, as he promised, God brought to Israel the Savior Jesus. So this man's descendants, he's referring to David. And here he's making the point that Jesus is a descendant of David. And he was given to Israel as the Savior. Verse 24, before his coming to public attention, John had previously proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. So he's referring to John the Baptist here, and John baptizing people. Verse 25, now as John was completing his mission, he said, Who do you think I am? I am not the one, but one is coming after me, and I'm not worthy to untie the sandals on his feet. This seems to be a quote from the Gospel of John here, of uh, John the Baptist was saying as that, that turnover between John the Baptist and Jesus was taking place. 
Now verse 26, Paul continues, Brothers and sisters, children of Abraham's race, and those among you who fear God, it is to us that the word of this salvation has been sent. He's making a case here with the, the people in the synagogue here, that his brothers and sisters, that is his fellow Jewish people, children of Abraham's race, the Jews, and those among you who fear God, the Gentiles who followed Judaism, who believed Judaism. He says it's to us that the word of this salvation has been sent. So he's saying that it's, it's the Jewish people, the ones who have the, the word of God, the ones who have the scriptures, the ones who have had the prophets, the one that God has chosen to be a light to the world. They've been the ones that this salvation has been revealed to, that Jesus as a Jew came to the Jewish people with the message of salvation from God. And that's something special is uh, this message is coming via the Jewish people. Verse 27, since the residents of Jerusalem and the rulers did not recognize him or the sayings of the prophets that are read every Sabbath, they fulfilled their words by condemning him. So he says, even though God has provided the Savior, Jesus, through the people of Israel for the world, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem didn't recognize it. So they said, not only did not recognize him, Jesus, but they didn't recognize the sayings of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. And they fulfilled their words by condemning him. So they're saying the prophecies foretelling the suffering and death of the Savior, of the Messiah, they ignored all of the, well, they fulfilled all of that by ignoring that he really was the Messiah. So verse 28, though they found no grounds for the death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him killed. When they had carried out all that had been written about him, they took him down from the tree and put him in a tomb. So they're saying they, they fulfilled the prophecies themselves by executing him. And they say, took him down from the tree. It doesn't mention cross. He uses the word tree. The cross is a, a Roman thing. Tree is what's in Deuteronomy 21:23, where it says, cursed is someone who hangs on a tree. And so he's specifically using the Old Testament language here. And he was brought down from the cross and he was put in a tomb because he was dead. Verse 30, but God raised him from the dead and he appeared for many days to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people. So what the people did, they killed Jesus. God undid by raising Jesus from the dead. And so he was dead, he was in a tomb, but God raised him from the dead, and for 40 days he appeared to people, and those people are now his witnesses. So verse 32, And we ourselves proclaim to you the good news of the promise that was made to our ancestors. So we ourselves, he's referring to him and Barnabas, uh, that they're making this proclamation of good news. Now we see good news a lot, and, and just something to remember uh, good news is, in the Greek, is the word euangelion. Angelion means message. It's where we get the word angel. Angels are messengers. And so, angelion means message. You means good. You. So, good message. Now, it occurs here as a, a verb form, euangelizio, meaning Proclaim good news. So that's the words here. We're proclaiming the good news. 
But the good news, the euangelion, that's where we get the word evangelism. It's just a transliteration of that Greek word euangelion. So we proclaim to you the good news of the promise that was made to our ancestors. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. As has been written in the second psalm, Today you're my son, today I become your father. So he's quoting from Psalm 2 here. Then continues in verse 34, As to his raising him from the dead, never to return to decay, he's spoken in this way, I will give you the holy and sure promises of David. Therefore, he also says in another passage, and he's referring here to Psalm 16. And this has been a given earlier in, in Peter's proclamation of the gospel. You will not let your Holy One see decay. Then he explains, For David, after serving God's purpose in his own generation, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and decayed. But the one God raised up did not decay. So he's saying in Psalm 16 here, you will not let your Holy One see decay. Yeah, that's a Davidic psalm, but it's not about David. It's really about Jesus. Because David died, and David decayed. But Jesus died, but didn't stay dead. God raised him from the dead, and he's still alive. So Paul is proclaiming the gospel here. He started with the history of Israel, of God working through the Israelites, specifically to eventually bring about King David. Then he shifted it to Jesus now is the descendant of King David, the true king of the people of God. And he is here as the promised Messiah, promised in the Old Testament. But the people in Jerusalem, they ignored the promises of the prophets. They ignored Jesus as the Messiah. They had him killed, but God undid what they did and has raised him from the dead. So, Old Testament, now he's given the, the, the facts of the uh, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And next, all that remains is an invitation. We'll see that next time. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.